0: CuntCast podcast is rated not safe for work. Urban Dictionary describes it as internet content generally inappropriate for the typical workplace, i.e. would not be acceptable in the presence of your boss and colleagues. All of these definitions apply. As a result, we will provide you with 15 seconds of pleasant, non-offensive music for you to advance to the next program acquire headphones, or lock all available doors and windows for a proper sensual cunt cast experience. Please be safe out there and enjoy the program. sexual subjects you're listening to a broadcast of the cunt cast podcast a conversation with a classily characterized cunt carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation i hope you guys are all in the mood because i am your host the joined by mr Ann Rand freeman and we can get on what's up
1: um we're here we're back
0: I know. Um,
1: I yeah, you're back. Um, you were ill.
0: Very. I don't recommend it. <laughs> I I probably still sound a little um scratchy, so you'll have to forgive that. But I could talk and not hack up a lung, so I'm back.
1: Yeah, welcome back. It's good. Uh, we had the two weeks of everyone getting the flu or everyone having to deal with real life stuff. And we're, yeah. I think we're, I think we're coming around. We're as, a, as an organization, I think we're coming around.
0: I, I feel, I feel like it's going to get better as long as there's no like blizzards or shit. It's, that's um, going to really mess up my flow.
1: I, um, I'm a deeply apologetic for you in any upcoming blizzards.
0: Yeah. You guys are out in the, uh, the balmy sunny coast and I'm in the land of trash and gray snow.
1: Yeah, I don't. Like I have nothing to respond with. Like I realized that this morning I woke up and it was like 46 degrees and that's it. Then I put on a space heater and I was fine. And I put on sweatpants and I was even better. And we're good to go. So even in the dead of winter um, it's fine Uh, it's fine and it's just i just i'm deeply sorry i am
0: i'm very upset because i can't find a winter coat that is an actual winter coat and i i don't know why you would sell a coat that's like it's called a cold weather coat but it doesn't have any pockets and it's thin as fuck i mean they're cute I look adorable in this coat, but I will also freeze to death if I tried to wear it on an actual winter day. And then I kind of feel like it you're damned if you do, damned if you don't because I know they make a lot of women's clothing so you could like layer up. Right. But this is like a very f- like felt f- form fitting jacket so you literally can't layer up really right so they're just like well if you want to be cute fucking freeze
1: (laughs) I always thought that was the case with women's winter clothing anyway like you know like no matter what you did when you layered up it was all kind of cute stuff and then if you wanted to actually be warm you had to put that layer of burlap over your body somehow like whatever winter thing you had to put on you had to put that on but like
0: I went on a big, like, sweatshirt dress kick because it's the most comfortable thing ever. But I realized, like, all of my sweatshirt dresses, I'm still cold when I wear them because they're so goddamn thin. And, yeah. Yeah. and now I, I don't have... Uh, there's nobody I could steal guy sweatshirts from anymore. So I'm just going to freeze to death.
1: I mean, you know what we should do? I have a question, though. Someone once mentioned to me that the sweatshirts, a guy's sweatshirt, is not as warm if you don't steal it. Is this true? I
0: I feel like that is very true. It just becomes actual, like, the snuggliness level just exponentially explodes once you've stolen it. And not just stolen it, but then stolen it and then worn it in front of the person you stole it from. With no intention of ever getting it back. And they know it. You know it. It just, I don't know. Maybe it just warms your heart. Okay, the so fact.
1: that's it. So it needs to be, th- okay, cool. So then, hmm. Because I was thinking we should have like a sweatshirt drive for women that need, that, can, that just need men's, big men's sweatshirts. But we can't replicate the feeling of stealing said sweatshirt. And yes. I just need to like, and it, well, what if you were given a sweatshirt with love and weren't stealing
0: it? I mean, it's nice and all, but like, still feels better to steal it. Even like, I I ordered some of our merch because it was on sale right. and I ordered, I usually like my sweatshirt's baggy, so I get like a 3X. They sent me a 5X, so it is kind of like a dress. And I swear, I feel snugglier than the last one I bought just because I know that there's some guy who ordered a 5X shirt and I got it. So I technically stole his shirt and uh, it's just snugglier. So I think it's just the theft. It's, uh keeps okay. us warm at night.
1: Okay, that's totally fair. All right, so you need to steal. So, all right, so we need to figure out how we can communicate the thrill of the hunt. Into you getting warm because if we could figure out a way for you to the thrill of the hunt and the mist and like the mass the majesty of 2018 where you can order everything to your door if we can combine the two, then we could get several several women through winter. Yes,
0: of course. Everybody could always just send me a sweatshirt because it's going to be my birthday. It's my birthday month, so.
1: When's your, birth- gifts. When's your birthday? When's your
0: birthday exactly? On December nineteenth.
1: Oh, a week before Christmas, yes. Do people yeah. double up on because I feel like I feel like if I knew someone whose um birthday was on, or on Christmas, I would just because I don't like Christmas. I find it to be very annoying. So what I would do is I would celebrate your birthday twice.
0: So I, I wish. Um I was born on the nineteenth because uh my mom wanted to go to a Christmas party. So she's like, get this out of me, so so I could go. And uh so they, they induce labor. So I was born like two weeks early because <laughs> she wanted to go to a party. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently in the, the mid eighties that was something that they let women do. Like, well, this woman wants to go to a Christmas party, so clearly we should induce labor. <laughs> <laughs> apparently I was born asleep. Because I wasn't ready to come out yet. But it's neither here nor there. (laughs) Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Speaking of gifts, uh, what would really make my day my birthday is if if you want to send money, that would be great. Because you could also uh, become a patron. Support the CUNCAST and all that good stuff. Um, shout out to my uh, Stevia and Splenda Daddies, uh, Michael Ford III and David Grassy McDaniels. But if you really want to make my birthday, New Jersey Red Umbrella Alliance is still doing their fundraiser. So If you go to njrua.org donate and make a donation, it'll be matched by the Ben and Jerry's Foundation and uh, it will really help sex workers in New Jersey mm-hmm. and that would make my day.
1: Mhm. <laughs> hey, you sound so excited. You sound so amused already.
0: I well um, I think I found a very interesting fetish of the week.
1: All right, what do we have? What's that what's our fetish of the week?
0: The fetish of the week is salerophilia. It is a sexual fetish that involves uh, getting your kicks and erotic pleasure from soiling, mussing up, disheveling the object of your desire. And that could be, you know, just um, watching a usually attractive person trip and fall into mud or uh, seeing somebody and messing up their makeup. mussing up their hair. It's not about like injuring. It's not like shoving a chick to the ground. Or something like that. It's just. um, Like. Wanting to have a water fight. And. She's just come from the beauty salon. Or. Uh, having a food fight. When. She's wearing her he's all dolled up in the nines and it's not always uh women but uh just the idea of i think it's kind of like an a kind of classic thing where so many people put beauty on this like high shelf right that you have to like worship it and you're like nah i'm gonna throw mud at it
1: so you so it's like so it's like being a saboteur like the the it's the saboteur fetish, is uh,
0: almost. It could know. be um, you know, like ripping, like seeing a guy in like an impeccable suit, right. and Just like popping a button off,
1: right? That's sabotage, because the whole point of being the whole point of being dolled up is the appearance of temporary perfection. Of course, it doesn't hold up in like literally Earth's atmosphere it does not hold up, but the whole point. <laughs> is the whole point is that you are appearing to be perfect for a certain amount of time for a certain reason so someone's like fuck your perfection your perfection is complete and utter garbage to me i will destroy it here i go and then i will masturbate to it <laughs> um yes sure i'm 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 a little sensitive to it because like i said I've i've been watching black people getting ready for things for 35 years and the amount of effort that goes into black people getting themselves together for things is substantial. So the idea that someone is enjoying um just enjoying the end of that is um uh it I have a gutter I understand that in practice it's guttural. It's like it's a it's a consensual thing. Like you're actually talking about it and you planned it and you sorted it out. But I just have this initial gut reaction that I have to own. <laughs> I do. It's a gut reaction.
0: I mean, I get it. I had a dude that was totally into this. He was not black and he, uh, his thing was like mussing up my hair. Right. He was like, it was always like just so, and so perfect. He just wanted to muss it up. And, uh, he didn't get that going to a black salon. You've it's half of your life. Like you go in as a child, you, you come out a man. Like it, it takes forever. A lot of effort and I'm not saying I ever wanted to hurt him, but if I did, I feel like the world would understand. Would it have been a murder? Yes, a crime, maybe. but uh this is kind of uh Ophelia is considered part of like the wet and messy fetishism, right so it uh. It's like the, like a a mild version of uh, like bukkake or um, mysophilia, which is like used underwear or uh, it can also extend to other areas where people like take somebody who is usually very well put together and. Like, put them in like disheveled kind of clothing. So, you, you see a guy who's always dressed in the nines, and you just like shrink his shirt. So, the next time he puts it on, it's like, it's all, it's all young and tight. Sabotage. Yeah.
1: Sabotage the fetish, which is fine. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you want to fuck somebody shit up. I feel yeah. it. I mean, don't do that to black people. If we are dressed up, do not fuck our shit up. We will beat you. We will pound on your face. Maybe we won't give you the close fist pounding because you ruined our shit because our shit is expensive. The makeup is expensive. The hair is expensive. The clothes are expensive.
0: Yes. I mean, unless it's like Fashion Nova, but like still.
1: It doesn't matter. You spent money on it.
0: Don't tug on my Fashion Nova because it will fall apart. Okay.
1: I don't. I don't even know when it's acceptable. That's the thing. I imagine this is extremely consensual. Uh, it would I
0: have to be unless you want to, you know, get your shit flipped. But uh, there's more. Like there's even more benign uh, ways of expressing this fetish. So sometimes um, people will get their jollies by defacing statues or or just images of attractive people.
1: Fair enough. So, Listen, uh, I respect like, this fetish. I just don't like need... Like face j- painting.
0: That's a thing. Right.
1: I, I respect the fetish. I'm just saying don't do that shit to black... Don't do that shit around black Do to black people. That's it. Just don't do that shit to black people. Any... If you see that Spider-Man... If you see this picture of Spider-Man or whatever, fuck it up. Fuck it up, homie. Do that shit. I believe in you. Be the, be the best you you can be. I'm just saying if Najela shows up With the hair freshly done, don't put your fucking hand in it. Don't do that. That's all I'm saying. Everything else is fair game.
0: Yeah, I've actually experienced a lot of of the people who like uh, defacing the picture. So I've had people send me screen like like video or screenshots of them like ejaculating onto a picture of me. Which,
1: wait—that's that fetish. That's how that fan. That's that fetish. That how it manifests. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: it's really okay. Because I always see those. I see those. Um, those videos of men jerking off onto pictures of women, and I never have quite connected to it. So yes. that's what that is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. It was how do you feel about having your picture ejaculated onto?
0: Uh. Well. It only really bothered me this one time. Right. Uh, it was like in in the height of Gamergate, some dude was like, uh, he was like, "I'm gonna masturbate to you, and there's nothing you could do about it." And I was like, "I mean, he's right. There isn't. <laughs> it's weird, but oh, okay." But then, like he actually taped it and then sent it to me hey because i blocked him on twitter after he said that oh you so see oh see. It oh me. that's
1: gross oh he made it second oh he made it assault okay cool yeah like he made oh, it oh okay wrong. oh he made it okay yeah no uh, yeah fuck that person yeah okay that's what i was wondering about okay cuz every time i see it, i see those videos online they do have an air of disrespect Almost every single time.
0: Yeah. Though some people call it a tribute. And I'm like, really?
1: It's not. It's, I've, that's the thing. That's why I was asking because I don't know anybody who, I don't know any lady that's enjoyed it. I've known a lady that simply has blocked people or has said nothing, but I don't know anyone who is for it, even though the way guys talk about it is is that women like it, but I don't know, I've never heard someone like it. So. I've
0: never been turned on by it, and I'm—I usually just kind of don't respond. <laughs> that's some real. Because it's like, real. what? A, I don't know what to say to that, especially if that's like the your icebreaker. <laughs> if your icebreaker is jizzing on my picture, I don't know uh, a follow up to that. I mean, I can't make a conversation. Uh that's a little beyond my pay grade. Uh, I'm—I am polite to a fault, but uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> with that. Um, and I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, comment on the consistency of your ejaculate? Like, I don't know. Why did you show me this? This seems like if if, you, if it's in you to do that, you could totally keep it to yourself. To take a video of him ejaculating onto a picture of me that was on his iPad. And I just felt like that seemed like not a great idea <laughs> it was it had a crack screen so i'm like that's gonna seep in can't <laughs> be good
1: he ejaculated into an ipad with a cracked screen
0: well those screens crack pretty easy
1: he had a uh i mean he just i mean he really wanted that then as that was his goal and desire so i'm yeah 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 but consensually uh, it's fine consensually this is this is a-okay Sort, yes. You sort that business out, and then that is your business, and that is a delightful business that you sorted out. The rest of you, eventually, <laughs> don't touch black people when they're when they're when they're tidied up. Don't touch them. Don't even ask if you're dating someone who's black and you want to fuck their shit up when they're all fresh for whatever reason. Don't ask them.
0: Yeah, like you gotta get, like, just get a calendar and see what our beauty cycle is. Like before we go to the salon, there's gonna be like two, three days where you could do whatever you want because, you know, those are just slapping on a wig or ponytail right. days. Right. I can do whatever you want with my head. Then, but like post salon, I might, I might knife you. It'll happen so fast I wouldn't even know it happened. I would be very sorry as you bleed out on the floor.
1: Right. Don't get cut. That's, I'm not telling you these things. It's not like, I understand it might seem like I'm being respectful of the African-American community or or even respectful of Najala personally because I know and love her very much. I just don't want you to get cut. I just, I don't want people to get cut. Like, that's all like something. Like, <coughs> there are plenty of reasons you will get cut in life. So don't bring in an extra one. Just don't, just don't. Yeah. Um, just don't, because then you have to clean it up. It becomes a big issue.
0: I'm <laughs> like, violence isn't the answer, but sometimes it's a answer, and you don't know when that's going to be.
1: Oh, you do. You do. <laughs> one of the answers is um, one, of the reasons, one of the reasons violence happened is because um, you went and uh, messed up a black person's hair fresh out of the whatever the hell they came out of to freshen themselves up. Whatever they came out of. Whatever happened. You mess it up. You get cut. It just is that way. Don't get cut. Don't. Don't.
0: I think that's a a hardy lesson that you will... Most people probably learn the hard way, but, you know, we're trying to save you something. (laughs) Now that we've done our kink of the week, let's get into some hard news.
1: All right, what do we got?
0: Oh, so much. It's... (laughs) I know I always say this, that I'm like, oh my god, so much happened, but like literally so much fucking stuff happened that it, just, it took me like an hour to put the show notes together just because I was like, I, I want to get to everything. I know we won't, but uh, I guess we should start off with Thought Audit. Do you know what the Thought Audit was?
1: No. What the hell was that?
0: Um, a bunch of MRAs and incels decided that they wanted to target sex workers for harassment, well, women who are sex workers for harassment, by threatening to or saying that they were reporting them to the IRS. <laughs> so anybody that had premium Snapchat's, what the fuck? cash apps in their... Bios or anything like that. They were claiming that they were reporting people to the IRS.
1: Come on.
0: Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, which a is weird because like a lot of uh, a lot of sex workers just have their own LLCs and pay taxes, quite a bit of taxes on everything they earn. So it, it's kind of a futile thing, but also. It was, it seemed to just exist to raise mass hysteria right. in the community. Like, that was it. And it was weird for me because it was kind of like deja vu. <laughs> right. This is so not the first time that's happened. I've seen this happen on my space. I've seen it happen on friggin' Zanga a billion years ago. Right. Where men were like, Oh, you begging ass hoes, I will report you <laughs> because you're making money in a way I don't like. <laughs> and <laughs> the weirdest thing is after so many people kind of realized very quickly that Even though, yes, there is a form where you could report somebody to the IRS, you need to know their full names. You need to know their address. You need to know their social security number. So there's no way that these guys had all of this information. Mm. So really all it was, was we want to make sex workers feel afraid. And it just seemed like the most low, pathetic, sniveling, piece of shit thing to do especially in the current climate and I guess if I could think of any positives that I could come away with was how quickly it was dispelled for the bunk it was but also the coverage wasn't like, haha, ha, isn't this the weird internet thing? It was taking it seriously and calling it targeted harassment. And uh, you could really see how people are starting to change the way they talk about and report on sex workers. I, I had, uh, I was quoted in The Verge, uh, where I talked about being targeted. Uh, and a, a, other people that I know that have been targeted basically because they were sex workers but uh, a lot of the times when people target sex workers and they say oh because you're criminals and they say well if sex workers are paying their taxes then they have nothing to worry about and I feel like that's such bullshit because Nobody wants to get fucking audited. It takes forever. It's stressful. And even if you're not in this, you know, subclass of humanity where you're used to being shit on and you're afraid of somebody trying to take advantage of you, an audit is just a scary thing. So the fact that there were some people that were justifying the actions of of these guys by saying oh well if they're they're doing what they should be doing and there's nothing to be afraid of which that's just not how the world works <laughs> you know there is plenty of people who are not doing anything wrong but still have to fear um, just being under scrutiny there is a guy who was born in America who was in a, a detention center being uh, because they thought he was illegal even though he's an American citizen he didn't do anything wrong but being investigated and help his ass and it's so unrealistic to expect sex workers to not react badly and I saw so many people that were like, "Oh, well, you're just giving them what they want by, by being afraid and saying how scared you are." It's like, yeah, because we're human, we're people, and being threatened with an audit is fucking scary. Right. I mean, anybody who's had like even a minor audit, uh, like a, on a statewide thing, it could be scary. So. I I wish I could I could say that uh, things were, were getting better. and this is just one bump in the road, and I, I see I see society turning a corner. But I just feel like something this uh, widespread and public, that targeted sex workers says it's going to get worse before it gets better. And that right. scares me.
1: Right. We have, um, we seem to have the people that hate sex workers and women and then the people who hate sex workers and women and think that they're helping by calling all sex work violence and
0: acting like it. Uh, mm-hmm. fucking like mm-hmm. Ashley Judd. I just, can we launch that bitch to the sun already? Just <laughs> <sighs> like, She's just the worst and what I don't know if you saw her like little uh, meltdown that she had on Twitter where she basically was like well I just can't get behind sex work and it's orifices for money and blah blah blah
1: and like, well, yeah, but and then
0: sex workers are like hey I don't know if you know this but I'm here right.
1: I'm a person right. and I'd like to
0: tell you about my life And she was just like, well, I mean, you could take your lived experiences and that's fine. But I have these feelings and it doesn't feel right to me. So I need to save them. And I don't know. I'm not going to say that her heart's in the right place because I don't think it is. But I know she feels like she's doing the right thing. But right. she's a, a swirfy turf piece of shit and I really wish um people would stop giving her a platform. Right. To just shove her weight around and 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 try to be like I don't even know what she thinks she is. She just thinks she's like the the feminist boss hog and she's kinda simple. Right. When it comes to
1: her all the take in and of itself is simple, yeah. Like it's just a basic take, and like, it's it's an, a basic incorrect take where it's clear you have not spoken to a single sex worker in your life, in your life. You have a lot of takes you haven't spoken to a single
0: one of them. And <laughs> what's really weird for me, she's like, well, I just don't think it's right, right, to, to capitalize on your body, and it's like you're an actress, right. You use your body in your craft. You capitalized your body
1: more than sex workers because you get paid gobs more.
0: Yeah. And and <laughs> I tried not to tweet at her because I don't want to go to Twitter jail again. But I, I kind of want to say like, hey, lady, do you realize that like sex work predates capitalism? So it's not <laughs> capitalism that's making sex workers. <laughs> We we were around way before capitalism was a thing. Way before there was uh, currency as we know it. Right. So, I don't know. I kind of, I get cranky when people bring up Ashley Judd and, and, and Me Too and what she, her like bastardization of it. But I just feel... Like, we should just m'baku bark at her from now on. Just anytime she treats something, just bark, 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 just as she shuts up. Maybe if we just as a collective do it, we could finally rid ourselves of her. Or we could shoot her into the sun, as I suggested before. I mean, that
1: sounds costly, but worth it. I mean... You do it for your birthday, guys. For Jayla's birthday. You send Jasley Judd into the sun. Come on, guys. We can do this together. We can do or this. Or like a
0: black hole if it's closer. Sure. <laughs> Well, I feel mean, like Tesla's launching shit into orbit. I mean, you doesn't have to go into the sun, but just off my planet. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it would be a better place. <laughs> oh, uh, I feel like we. I can't uh, get through the show without talking about the the big, big news of the day. So, Tumblr. Tumblr has decided it's going to ban all adult content. Banning all adult content starting on December 17th, which is International Day to End Violence Towards Sex Workers Day. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I know Tumblr knows it because all we do is talk about it on fucking Tumblr. That was like the one thing we had sex work, Tumblr, thick as thieves. And we would always have these um, December 17th celebrations and remembrance posts and uh, really get the word out. Like, I don't think uh, there would be as much organized sex worker social media without the, the early, like the early days of Tumblr and, um, organizing around, um, uh, trans day of remembrance and international day to end violence towards sex workers. Very high traffic days for Tumblr. So I don't know if it's them just being just, just the bitchiest or if it's The world's worst coincidence. But yes, Tumblr is going to ban all adult content by December 17th. And this happens because, uh, well, monopolies, you know, Apple took them off of their platform because they said that there was uh, child pornography on Tumblr that made it through, uh, I guess, the... Uh, the software that they have to like track it and delete it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So instead of saying we need to crack down and have more moderation, they just said no adult material. And what they also said when they were listing the things that um, they considered adult material, they actually had the uh, pathetically delightful phrase female presenting nipples what yes female presenting nipples are banned
1: so they're just outright so they're just outright banning breasts and
0: yes well not just breasts if you are female presenting then you can't show your nipples which I could I could see in some boardroom, they're like, "We're being so inclusive. Kudos everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes anything that is too femme can't have nipples.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's tough that, that, that attack on women, that attack on sex workers and the hatred of women is so serious. Yes. That's almost violent. In your attempts to curb violence against sex work, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's almost Oof. like it was planned, right? So we have a day where we try to stop violence.
1: Like I said, it's just funny because we we are conflating we conflate sex work with violence too much. We can see we conflate the at the just sex work idly um as violence against women, and we can't, and that's not no, and no. So then too many people get an excuse to really, really, really come down on women. They get an excuse to do it.
0: I mean, obviously we have these problematic female presenting nipples that are very offensive.
1: I mean, I feel strongly about female presenting nipples.
0: I, uh, you know, I'm. I, I've always felt like the nipple could be something that's so benign. It's just there. Everybody has them. Uh, I've never, like, shook if I see a nipple. Right. But uh, apparently, it is so offensive that they they had to make sure they told everybody that, yeah, all your porn gifts are gone. But. The, those pesky female presenting nipples, also on the chopping block. Though I want to know, uh, so if, so if I put like like a, a little tweed jacket under my under my boob, like a monocle, and, and draw a little mustache, would then I have a male presenting nipple? <laughs>
1: So you're talking about like Mr. Potato Head can suddenly, you can suddenly Mr. Potato Head your way into some male, male yeah. presenting nipples. Just put a little, the, the, the hat, the mustache, the goggles. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. You know? it's like, pip pip yo, I'm a male presenting nipple.
1: Hello, fellow gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> a delightful day to be a man, <laughs> wouldn't you say so? <laughs>
0: Yes. With our <laughs> scrotums <and laughs> deference. I enjoy
1: my testes. How is everyone's testes today?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mine are delightful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean oh, oh everything is going to shit. Oh I did find one good story. If you have a dick, I guess.
1: <laughs> What's the story?
0: So, on Friday, a big story broke that the first clinical trial for a male birth control is underway, and guess what it is? It's a goddamn topical gel. Wait. So.
1: So after all this talk of us getting a needle in the scrotum, which is fine. Um, we're now we're now scaled it back to birth control Vaseline.
0: Yeah, well, you see, uh, from I, I will read it. Uh, the basic premise of the jealous simple, according to Christina Wang, a researcher at Los Angeles Biomedical Research Institute, and the principal investigator of the trial, Nestrano eh, nestosterone, and other progestions, are already regularly used in many female contraceptives, including the vaginal ring. But when progesterone is used alone in men, it both lowers their sperm count and causes testosterone levels to drop, which can lead to unwanted side effects like acne, weight gain, and a lowered sex drive. So the addition of testosterone is meant to counteract the effects, while still leaving sperm counts incredibly low. so acne weight gain was uh, too horrible a side effect I mean it's not like IUDs aren't out there peripherating people's uteruses (laughs) or people are you know having horrific spells of depression when they take the depo shot or women having their periods for two months, right? But those things, those are fine. Put that right on the market. Not, not too bad a, <laughs> uh, a side effect. Right, that's cool. Um, like, so what? Your nipples hurt for half a year?
1: Right, it's only fair. It is only fair. Yeah, and I don't that, know. Uh, I mean I don't I don't know. I I think we should go the other way. That we should be trying to make birth control as smooth and painless and side effect free for the for women as they carry the babies. Or whoever can carry a baby. That should be the focus of birth control. Whoever can carry a baby. <laughs> First. Then whoever doesn't, whoever impregnates whoever can carry a baby. Second. I don't think dudes, they they they're catering to dudes. I don't think we need. I don't. I don't think we need to be catered to in terms of birth control safety and innovation. We just don't. I'm a guy. I am okay with getting a shot in the testicle. I am
0: You're really looking forward to those. Shots. I
1: was looking forward to those shots because I feel it's in solidarity. Because all I've watched are women uncomfortable with birth control until they find the right birth control, and even then, it's just like great it's like a gradient i've never known i don't know any women who are very color completely comfortable with their birth I don't know one i don't
0: yeah. like i i was doing the Ring and that was like the best and then it decided to like quadruple in price i got priced out of the NuvaRing and i just haven't been on birth control ever since right
1: i've seen all types of stuff
0: it's like who wants to have their period for 800 years
1: I um yeah, I uh I uh, dated someone who the NuvaRing made the um made the uh the the inside of the her the, her inside of her like raw, so sex was painful, but you know because no one you know we don't talk about it she just didn't even she didn't quite think that was unusual, and I think that that's terrible to me. That's like that's where we are.
0: Yeah, you have your yeah, birth also... control
1: literally just rubbing, <laughs> literally making the inside of you raw.
0: That sucks. Yeah, that that happens to a lot of people. And also, I I realize like, if you, if you're having sex with a dude with a stubby dick, like, he could like f- flinch it out. <laughs> so I was banging this dude. Didn't have much going on, uh, <laughs> but you know, I was bored I was in college. Go and, on. Uh, yeah, he took me to Bubba Gub Shrimp. I figured I'll oh, fuck you, yeah. and. <laughs> So he's doing his business and for whatever reason he he was trying to like do like these long strokes <laughs> when he didn't have much length and it like he grabbed the Nuva ring with his little nub dick and it <laughs> flew out of me and across the room. Wait. Wait. And he like hooked it somehow. How did... Because he had a little nubby dick, right? But like a big head kind of so there was quite a ridge so the Nuba ring got caught on that But how did he get enough torque like because for him to pull it out like I've seen he, was, Rings... he was really going for it like he was, there was some overcompensation I'm
1: actually like in my seat right now trying to simulate what move I could do with my dick to pop a Nuba ring out you know what? That's fine. Fine. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so then I was like, that? You just wasted $60 because we're in your dusty-ass apartment, and I'm not putting that up my snatch again. So that's very sad. <laughs> yeah. He did give me 60 bucks to get a new one, but you, know, you have to <laughs> wait a month for it to work. And then you're on birth control, so I'm like, ugh. Started the whole process over. Just the worst.
1: Don't hook and, the ring. Don't hook the ring, guys.
0: Yeah, uh, I I guess maybe I should have like I don't know, positioned myself a little better.
1: No, it's not your fault. It's the ring. The ring doesn't need to come out and across the room. It's not happening. So
0: yeah, it was not comfortable.
1: <laughs> no, I can't imagine it Cause, would be comfortable.
0: Because I know TMI. Sorry, but like I don't have the most wide set vagina, so the new ring was a little much for me. Another thing that was uncomfortable. They don't come in different sizes. It's one size fits all. Right. And uh, so that popping out, I was kind of done. I was like, that's not comfortable. I don't feel good right now. Everything's gross. So you just sorry. want to fold back into yourself. So <laughs> just think sorry. about what ha- just happened. Oh, my or God. If it like it, I felt like I, I, the 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 suction, I guess that dislodged it and I was like oh no and then like it was like in slow motion as he withdrew and like the nuva ring flew behind him all the way into the distance I, it really it was like like that magic kennedy bullet only a, a nuva ring on a stubby dick because it, it didn't didn't move the way physics says it should move but yeah
1: I'm sorry that, that that happened.
0: No, guys, get a topical gel. <laughs> Clinical trials will be done by 2022, they predict. Congrats.
1: Um I uh I hope that it doesn't work. I hate to say this. I hope <sighs> it doesn't work. I think we deserve the shot in the scrotum. We do.
0: Sorry, I think it's it only fair.
1: It's only fair. I would take it. It's only fair. Shot in the scrotum is only fair. I'm here for it.
0: It's like you have to take it every 3 months.
1: It's fine. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of taking the birth control burden off of women anyway. Like we need to it needs to be a team effort. Like we always ask women. We never ask dudes. We should be it should be both ways. We should I, I hate the fact that it's not and since, like I said, I don't know a woman who is comfortable with their birth control, then, you know, a shot in the scrotum every three months is fair. It's fair and I respect it.
0: Yes, it's way better than than my birth control method, which is um, just appealing uh, to, to God's pity. <laughs> so, you know, just you walk to Family Dollar and you're just like, come on, God, really? <laughs> I'm in Family Dollar right now. You to make me pregnant? That's fucked up. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's that's my birth control plan, ma'am. <laughs> uh, don't don't be like me, kids. <laughs> uh, like, wrap it up. Use condoms, but like, you're still gonna have a scare too. That's just life, All right? Yeah, I mean, unless you know topical gel can you imagine like if women get this gel and they're just like oh well, let me give you a massage and they're just like birth control gelling dudes
1: i mean why the fuck not i mean so i mean we we need like we don't i, I don't think especially men we do not accept the fact that we do not accept the fact that sex result can res, all sex can result in pregnancy we don't accept it and because we yeah. are so detached from that but we want sex so much Motherfucker, sure, yeah, I put that shit in your fucking sandwiches, too. Fuck off. <laughs> there you go. I don't think that would work. I, I know it won't work, but fuck it. Fuck it and you. <laughs> for, for leaving the burden of birth control on women for so long, then fuck it. You're going to have some of this on your fucking turkey burger, and I'm going to rub some on you while I give you a massage. It isn't even going to work. It's not It's not how it works, but fuck you. <laughs> that isn't how it works. I know.
0: Huh? Hooray for a modern medical miracle of male birth control (laughs) drug. Hooray.
1: Fantastic, guys. Fantastic.
0: Because you guys couldn't take some
1: acne. Side effects. Nothing that, nothing, nothing that, no medication for a man should have side effects.
0: I'm just shocked that they're like, oh, because there was weight gain. It's like I know people who took the Depo shot and gained 150 pounds in like two months. Right. And they're just like, oh, well, you know, birth control.
1: Right. That. that is the response. Yes, that is the official response. You know, we told you, you got a little weight gain says on the box. Sorry. You gotta go.
0: Nah, like sure. If you take the wrong type of birth control and you have a mental break, that's just. Side effects. We put it on the box. You guys get your gel. You just get to moisturize and then not have babies.
1: <laughs> I hope there are several side effects. I hope that it's. I hope that it sparks a zombie outbreak in the where the trials are. I don't even care if it's here. I don't care if it's in California. I don't care if I myself have to spend a six months spearing zombies before they get the shit under control. I don't care. I don't want it to work. I don't. I do not. I don't care. I will spear 500 zombies. Don't care. I will take I'm back the city. Feel like don't care.
0: You could have the topical gel or whatever, but just, um, just say that you also have to uh, stick a needle in your dick.
1: Whatever. To you make the gel work, you it. have to get the needle in your dick.
0: No. Or you just have to wax your balls
1: gotta wax your balls something needs to go down there is no way male birth control should be a topical gel and that's it it just cannot be i am i will not i will do not believe in it i will not allow it nothing it's not possible i'm not here for it at all no 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 no
0: yeah well i will we're, be I will we're...
1: be out here like in Oakland like negan in two years. <laughs> I don't give a fuck I don't care I don't care
0: old jacket
1: that's right I' my old jacket I'll have a fucking i'll have a uh, I'll have a baseball bat called the Cuntcast podcast beat <laughs> <laughs> people up with it. I don't care
0: Let's see you next Tuesday cat
1: <laughs> Yes, I don't care not going to work i don't want it (sighs) we have not we have not deserved such a bounty we have not deserved so we have not done anything to deserve such good fortune and that's god's honest truth
0: we just have not i mean i just hope that like if it does work then the that whole was your responsibility nobody will ever have to say that again here's the deal
1: i think it's important that men are aware of the consequences of sex. And we're not. Holy. We're not. We talk about sex. We have sex. We. All the burden of sex falls on women. Everything that happens after sex tends to fall on women. So I think a little bit of an uncomfortable procedure is a step in the right direction of balancing how sex works. After the moment the dude has his orgasm, then he is wholly more detached from the what the results of sex than a woman is. And that's unfair. I think it's unfair. I just do. I, I everything agree. it's just it's gross. So yeah, I'm, I'm here. I want I I want there to be outrageous monsters now like Resident Evil, like liquors and pterodactyl creatures and giant spiders and worm creatures. I want there to, this, I want all the cities where they have these trials to be filled with just biological horrors of the highest order. I don't want it to be on the not work. I wanted to go way far in the other direction. If not only did it not work, but the city is filled with giant spiders and we have to evacuate. I just That's all I want to hear. Mean, the, the joy I'll fear when there's some dude on my block who took that nonsense and I see him in the street. What's happening to me? And <laughs> you gotta take the flamethrower to him? Yes. Don't try to skirt don't try to don't try to shorthand your responsibility and understanding their consequences of sex i just feel like it's just giving guys more excuses to know less about the about what happens after you have sex about how women have to go through birth control and just ge- everything around i want to know what the,
0: the the failure rate of this is because if it's like 86 percent i know there's gonna be so many dudes who be like oh well, it's not mine because i took it so like i'm good mm. And it's like, yeah, but it's only an 86% chance of working. So, like, there's a delay. Yeah, like, you, you can still be the dad of this baby. Take responsibility for it. Like, I see so many people right. just, like, right. I put on my my lotion, so.
1: Yeah, man, fuck that. No. No. No.
0: No. I, I don't, it sounds horrible, and I know this is going to come out very bad, but I kind of don't trust men to Do the birth control thing, like you have to put this topical ointment on at the same time every day.
1: The thing is, is like this is what I mean is we're not attached, we're not attached to the birth control process at all. This is not helping, and we're not we. This is not part of our like this is not part of our development as men to all of a sudden understand daily birth control, much less topical gel. This we need we need the whole process to be a little more exhaustive. Just just to even this just for like educational purposes, just so that some dudes are like, "Well, man, birth control sure is an incredible responsibility. Jesus Christ. I have so much to think about with regards to birth control. My goodness. And then you look at whatever whoever can have a baby near you and you go, man, I see I I see you a little bit clearer. Like It's not just about not having children. It's about everyone understanding the enormity (laughs) of sex. Be really helpful. <laughs> Understanding I would, sex I is appreciate s- it. super one-sided. <laughs> the process of sex, the results of sex—it's all on women. <laughs> it's annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So yes, yeah, so I'm here for this. The, I wanted not only that I want you to have to like. I want the machine that gives you the shot in the scrotum to just be this mortifying fucking metallic device. Like it, it's fine. But just because they didn't put that layer of like medical sterilized like uh, 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 foam on it or plastic polymer, so it just looked like the most horrifying machine because it just doesn't have that medical skin on it that that machines have. There was um I don't know if you ever played the Mangler. You ever you ever played Dead Space Two? I
0: have.
1: Remember that scene where Isaac had to fucking put that needle in his own eyeball?
0: Oh god yes. Yes, that shit.
1: That shit. (laughs) And even and it's just gonna be slow and it's gonna be fine. But that machine, just that needle, just fucking creeping as slow as fucking possible into your balls, sir. Feel that discomfort. Live with it, and come back three months later and get the get that shit in your balls again.
0: Deal with I'm it. I'm for that. I'm for that. oh. We we've been we've been at this for an hour, so I'm gonna take this as as a as our good stop time. But I think we we've we've, we've, uh, we've raised some good questions. We have proposed some good answers. And I think everybody has enough to think about. Uh, stop being so. a coward, boys!
1: Stop being a coward, boys! Get that shot in your balls. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, uh, put needles in your balls, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, that was good. We had fun. Thank you for listening to a wonderful episode of the Cuntcast podcast. And you probably want a little more. Well, I'm going to give you more. Because Unreasonable Fridays is launching a brand new show, Great Advice, Terrible People. A show where Shane, Paul, Neal and I are going to answer all of your romantic queries that we are completely incapable of actually solving. So if you have a wild or mild romantic tale of woe or drama, or you just want to up your thought game, send us a question and get on the show. You could submit your questions and queries at GATPShow at gmail.com.